Radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. Prime time. He's going to the danger zone. Let's go. And producer Tony. This is only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Skull, use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? Already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. Hey, fellas, I love the podcast. Music created by Brian Swanson. Welcome, everyone, to the week two recap show fantasy football scoop and poop. Poop. Oh, the nice double poop. That, that, that's always a uh, that's always nice, you know, when you get when you get a double poop like that, just one right after the other, bang, bang. Uh- yeah. Two splasher. Yeah. How's everybody doing? Uh, week two has come and gone. Uh, everybody's hurt. Uh, the Bears are terrible. It's just, uh, it's like it's like uh, football never went away. You know what I'm saying, Bishop? Yeah, it's been a very strange season. Although I, I say this every year, it seems like. It's just everyone sucks or everyone's hurt. And the Bears still suck. So, yeah, it's pretty consistent. Yeah. Um, and you you got to see that suckage uh, firsthand. Uh, why don't you tell us about your experience on Sunday? Uh, I mean, obviously the Bears are terrible, so it was uh, unfortunate. But uh, there was a lot of Bears fans there. I would say like 35%, almost 40% were Bears fans. Um it's a really cool stadium, though. I highly recommend going to uh, Raymond James Stadium. Uh, and I hate most people from Florida, so that lets you know how my day went. <laughs> <laughs> was that your first time ever at that stadium? Yes, that was the first time I ever went to that one. And we sat right by the stupid pirate ship that kept shooting cannons. And that's really annoying. At one point, you sent a picture of like that stupid flag that they put all over the crowd. What was that shit all about, dude? I have no idea, but there was like a note in front of all the seats and like the cup holder that said like, "Make sure you wave your flag in the first quarter." And I'm like, "I will do no such thing." And then they just had a huge tarp flag come over everyone, and I was like, "Dude, these guys are terrorists." And uh, I, I, we usually talk about this in the preview show, but uh, another comment that you made uh, spurned a, a poll question when I asked, uh, have you ever gotten to, into a fight with another fan at a game? Uh, I said no. Uh, Micah, how did you vote on this one? 
So I actually did not vote. I was not aware there was an updated poll. Haven't had a chance to read it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Wow. <laughs> I have never been in any altercations. That was pretty amazing. Um, just, uh, I know I've been at some games like where people's kind of jaw at each other. I had some guy at a Blackhawks game like say something about uh, like, oh, Steve Iserman is in gay porn, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why are you watching gay porn? And he had no comeback for that. <laughs> that was about the worst I had. Yeah, I've never had any close calls. But uh, Bishop, why don't you tell us about yours uh, at the game? Uh, it was just one really annoying fan who was there. And he was like obnoxiously annoying. And normally I, I wouldn't care, right? To me, that's just, it's funny. I get it. But then he started like cussing and doing inappropriate hand gestures. And it's one thing if you're like a drunk idiot and like the nosebleeds, like that's fine. But like there was a lot of kids around where we were and we were like, dude, that is not cool. And there was even a, a Latino gentleman in front of me who was also a Bears fan. Uh, I don't know what country he was from, but he turned to me and said, uh, in my country, he would have been killed already. <laughs> I was like, whoa. That's awesome. This place is awesome. <laughs> Valenzuela, bro. Valenzuela. <laughs> uh, we can't gloss over the fact like, that your your cell phone I, is a is a Serbian song. Who, what, what song is that? Uh, Champagnats. And it's my alarm for this podcast. And we started a little early, uh, so my alarm didn't go off. So now it did. So that's what happens with that. Uh, I apologize. I can play it. Up. I'll, I'll drop the link in uh, the, on the message board if you guys are interested. Is that, is that Lepa Breda? Is that, is that who that was? No, I think it's uh, Jelko Yoksimovic. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you know who that is. God bless you. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's, that's enough grab ass. Let's get into the matchups here. And we start, as always, in the balls. Mahoney. Uh we have Turtle and Vitsa's Iowa Gangbang Thugs taking on K-Wall's Robot Unicorn Attack. And the unicorns are attacking again. I think uh, second week in a row, over 100 points. Maybe I made that up. Maybe I didn't. I'm not quite sure. But 111 to 76, uh, he takes care of Turtle. No problem here. Kyron Williams, Bishop, uh, 22 points. Two touchdowns. Uh, this is this guy is for real apparently, and they just they just traded Cam Akers, so I guess he's going to be the dude going forward. Uh, yeah, because I was at the game, I missed like a lot of the games. I, I missed all like the the early games, and I saw very little of the the afternoon games. Uh, I didn't know who this Kyron Williams was, and uh, I didn't even know that they were scoring that much. I didn't realize he got in the end zone twice. Uh, it's good pickup by Dan. I mean, someone on the Rams has to run the ball. Might as well be a Chiron Williams. Yeah, Chiron in the house. Um, Joe <laughs> Burrow, another bad day, only 14 points. He just looks like shit, and uh, I guess he tweaked his calf muscle that has been that took him out the entire preseason. Uh, K-Wall gets Travis Kelsey back, 11 points with a touchdown like he never left, um, and just... Keenan Allen, a monster game, two touchdowns, 25 points. You're going to hear that name again later. Uh, but Turtle, um, nothing doing at the running back position. Uh, A.J. Dillon, only four points. 
uh, with Aaron Jones is out, you would expect a bigger bigger point total there. And this Javonta Williams uh, on his surgically repaired knee does not look like he's uh, the guy of last year, so it's going to take him a while to get back, I think. Uh, only 76 points for Turtle. Um, yeah, just just not a great week for him, Micah. Uh, he did get uh, another smash game from Justin Jefferson, who uh, did that thing where you fumbled out of bounds and lost the football, <laughs> which is my favorite play in football. Did you, did you see that one live? Oh, I did. Yeah, I was watching this one. That was pretty entertaining. Yeah, it's just like when the guy reaches for the for the end zone and he loses the ball and he fumbles it and hits the pylon, it's immediately a turnover, which is the silliest thing and the best thing in football, in my opinion. <laughs> anyway, uh, K-Wall goes to 2-0, and uh, let's talk to, about the next matchup, I guess. Um, and it was between... Uh, Bishop's Nitro and my artificially intelligent. Um, this was the game of the week. I think, it, as it always is, Bishop, when we go toe to toe here, uh, we we also we always have a high impact game. A lot of lot of a uh, lot of elite players, as always, and to, and this 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 week was no exception here. Yeah, that's definitely true. I I believe if you could sell tickets to a fantasy football matchup, we would have sold out. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. Um, this one ended in a tie, unfortunately, which I, <laughs> I, think, I think is the first time that's ever happened uh, to me. I don't know if I've tied ever in this league. Uh, maybe Micah could do the research on yeah, that. Some homework. Yeah, yeah exactly. we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will, buddy. But goddamn, I started off hot. I had uh, three guys on Thursday Night Football. I had uh, Jalen Hurts. I had the Eagles defense, and I had my awesome play of the week, TJ Hawkinson, uh, two touchdowns, 21 points. But uh, I had I had 51 p- points after the Thursday night game, Bishop. And uh, t- tell me how you're feeling after that, after Thursday. Yeah, I actually tried to watch that game. I had to, like, stream it uh, definitely legally. But, uh, yeah, he kept scoring touchdowns, and I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And then this guy, TJ Hawkinson, kept scoring. And I didn't even know you played him. Like, it wasn't until, like, his second touchdown, I look at the score. I'm like, why does his score keep going up? And then I realized you had him. Uh, Yeah, that was pretty unfortunate for me. And I was uh, defeated, right, like, the entire weekend. I'm like, yeah, it's over. He's going to win this one, chalk it up to that. And, um it was injured, like I said before. Like I wouldn't, I didn't watch any of these games. I didn't really check the scores, so I just assumed I lost. And until I got home to Sunday night, and I saw what had happened there, and I thought it's close. Come Monday night, we'll see what happens. But Chris Olave's fat foot cost me this game. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, you know pretty good games from uh, Devonte Adams, sixteen and a touchdown. Uh, you had a great game from Mike Evans, which you saw live. Uh, um, that had to have been fun. Yeah, that's kind of interesting because I really wanted to cheer for Mike Evans' touchdown and every catch he had, basically. <laughs> but I was wearing Bears regalia, so it was difficult. But yeah. we were definitely, me and my brother also have Mike Evans, so we were silently fist bumping. Uh, yeah, that was that was awesome. I've never been to a game where my fantasy player was playing and scored a touchdown. Nice. It was interesting. 
Uh, I had some monster games on the bench. Uh, Brian Robinson uh, still uh, recovering from the bullet holes from last year. 23 points, two <laughs> touchdowns. Uh, this guy, Nico Collins, has a huge game, 18. Uh, Puku Nakuku, uh, 20 points. I was I was worried about wow. the uh, about the 49ers defense, but apparently this guy is matchup proof. Um, yeah, and uh, we we go into Monday Night Football, Micah, and I uh, I was up nine points. And uh, last week I had my heart broken on Monday Night Football by BDI and Stefan Diggs, and this week I get my heart broken by Chris Olave, um, a guy that I traded Bishop last year so it, it, it like uh poured salt in the wound if you will um did you see yeah, that's that- a bummer man because i know uh go ahead there oh i was just asking did you see that crazy catch that he made where he like kind of tipped it to himself as he was falling oh yeah i was watching that game and uh i was going into this game i was pretty sure you were likely going to be toast but then it started looking like uh, you might pull one out because uh, Derek Carr or David Carr, whichever Carr brother that is, he was not very good. He had one terrible interception where he threw literally right to the opposition. Mm-hmm. And and it got picked off. And I was like, oh, this guy's going to cost it's gonna cost the Nitro win. I was like, Tony's going to get lucky. And then uh, also it came down to... Not car, but uh, one toe on Chris Olave's left foot. How do you feel about ties, Bishop? Because I, I kind of hate them in our league. I wish we did, like, fractional scoring. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm not. A, I am definitely not a big fan of ties. But I think in this case, because I was from down 51 on Thursday, I'll take it. <laughs> but I, 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 it could have been a win. It could have been a win. It wasn't that hard. I don't know why. What happened? Yeah, I was actually rooting for overtime in that Monday night game. <laughs> but you were, yeah. The car, uh, yeah. The, the Panthers had the ball. They had a chance to drive down the field to kick a field goal to send it to overtime, and I was rooting for that. But then they have a shitty quarterback and shitty team. Yeah. Again, I lose another heart, or I guess it, it doesn't count as a loss in the in the win column or the loss column, but it's a loss uh, emotionally because uh, I would have really liked to beat you. Um, but anyway, uh, I guess good game. I mean, it was pretty even. It was 105 to 105. Uh, it's hard to score 105 points and not win, but uh, let's move on. Uh, for the listeners uh the the other hosts now have access to a discord soundboard uh so if you hear like random duck quacks or air horns or yes santino yes Yes. (laughs) that is what's going on so the the rails are, are we are totally off the rails on this podcast let's go to the shula division where we have Giuseppe's Ted Lasso way versus Bobby Big Balls and his cocksuckers. And uh, Bobby Big Balls pops his cherry. 94 to 75. He takes care of Giuseppe um, with a monster 20-point game from DeAndre Swift on that Thursday night game. Micah, as a former Lion, uh, did you think this guy ever had a game like that in him again? 
after leaving the beloved Motor City Kitties? No. No, I mean, the guy, he always showed some promise, but he also had problems where he was just kind of, like, lazy, would run out of bounds, wouldn't fight for extra yards, and Deuce Daly was in his face constantly. Yeah. So I kind of figured he was probably going to be wrecked a little bit emotionally. Uh, but uh, at least for one game, um, I was going to say initially that was a potential candidate for a start of the week. But then when you look at his bench, he really had no other choice. So not really start of the week. But uh, I'm not sure if he's going to get that again. But maybe going to the Eagles uh, was the change of scenery back to his hometown where he may or may not have committed a murder in the past. Who knows? Still a mystery, internet mystery. But uh, we'll see what happens, man. Good week, twenty points from DeAndre Swift. So I didn't think he'd get, you know, more than five. I thought the kid, I thought the kid was washed. So shows what I know. And Bob and his uh, army of 49ers here getting it done. Seventeen points from Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Sixteen from Debo. They each get touchdowns. George Kittle, the low man on the totem pole, with only four points, but uh, he had enough to take care of Giuseppe. Uh, who had a pretty bad game from Khalil Herbert and DeAndre Hopkins. Um, three points from Herbert, who seems to be losing his job at a rapid pace, uh, to Roshan Johnson. And DeAndre Hopkins, who was kind of questionable all week with an ankle, I believe, uh, did not get there, which is always the risk when you play old guys, Bishop. Uh, I don't know why you was sick. Kick it over to me when you talk about old guys. That's kind of funny. I see what you're doing. Uh, no, nah, I think DeAndre Hopkins, that, that, that's a strange game too because the the Chargers are like notorious for giving up big plays to receivers. So that injury must have been doing something to him because I'm pretty sure he could have fell in the end zone accidentally, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but his his running backs were terrible this week. He had to start Khalil Herbert. That was one of his only options with Aaron Jones out. And he has some guy named Kenneth Gainwell. I don't even know who that is. Um, put up goose eggs on his bench. I don't know why they're, you're rostering a guy named Kenneth Gainwell. <laughs> um, he did have a, a, a good game from uh, Jordan Addison, who seems to be a player. Uh, 13 points and another touchdown. So uh, he, he looks like he's on the, on, the, on the come up. So that's a good thing, Giuseppe. But uh, Bobby gets his first win in our league. And congrats to you. Go to the next matchup. And we have Matt's team Spam versus McLean's Cologne Rocks. And McLean takes it down 93-66. to 66, um, Gets a big game from uh, Indianapolis Colts quarterback. Uh, he got two rushing touchdowns from Anthony Richardson before he concussed himself. And then gets another one from Gardner Minshew, I believe. Did you know Gardner Minshew was still in the league, Bishop? Oh, actually, I was very aware of this, and that was one of my sleeper picks at quarterback was going to be uh, the Colts quarterback because of Gardner Menchu. I had a feeling he would uh, get in this season with a rookie quarterback, probably going to struggle early on, and when they get mathematically eliminated, they don't want to hurt his confidence. Then you bring in the mustache, and then he'll dominate fantasy-wise. So that was a, dr- a nice pick by uh, McLean there. Yeah, excellent facial hair there for Gardner Minshew, as always. Um, Derrick Henry, 14 points with a touchdown, a typical Derrick Henry game, 20, like 28 touches, which is insane. Also, uh, Rashad White explodes all over the Bears uh, for 16 points. Um, probably going to be this guy's best game all year. Um, 
play all your running backs if they play the Bears. That's my hot tip for all of you. Uh, play everyone against yes. the Bears. That's a, that's a good that's a good tip as well. Just just everybody. <laughs> Defense, special teams, <laughs> kickers doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, pretty good week for Cologne Rocks and uh, Team Spam. Kind of a, a bad week. Alexander Madison is not good as the feature running back. Uh, when he was the backup, he was like in every week play when Dalvin Cook was hurt. And now this guy just he just can't be the lead guy, I guess. Um, and uh, two points. He loses a fumble. And shortly before this podcast, they uh, the Vikings go in and acquired Cam Akers in a trade. So it's it appears to me that Alexander Madison's days are numbered as a starting running back. Um <clears throat> The only bright spot here, really, for Matt is your guy, Bishop, T. Higgins. Two touchdowns, eight catches, 23 points. Uh, so why don't you talk about T. Higgins and how much you love him? I would love to talk about I've been waiting for you to talk about T. Higgins, a bona fide first-round pick receiver. <laughs> he is currently outscoring the washed-up, has-been Jamar Chase on his own team, who got taken number two overall. This is a great pick by Matt. If only the rest of his picks were as good as this pick, Matt would be undefeated right now. He'd be looking at 2-0. and But uh, we can't all be T. Higgins owners, so... That's true. It's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. That's true. Um, <laughs> I still don't know who Jahan Dotson is, but he only got him three points, so uh, back to the bench with him, probably. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, New York Giants defense was a... Uh, <laughs> An interesting play. Uh, you, you figure, okay, they're they're playing Arizona, who could be the worst team in the league. Actually, I think the Bears are. Um, but the Giants' defense scores zero points. They had to come back. Uh, Micah, did you did you have that game on? I know you're uh, you're local there. Uh, I had part of it on. I mean, I knew it was going to be a trash game going in, so I wasn't really paying too much attention to it. But I did watch most of the second half. All right. Well, that's enough about the Shula. Let's go to the Ditka. And uh, <laughs> Santino versus mm. Micah. Santino mm. loses 80 to 47, Bishop. Oh, gosh. Man. I don't remember if. Did did I pick Santino last week? I'm like 90% sure I picked Santino last week. I think week. we both did, me and, and I, you, yes. Oh, man. Jeez, this is going to be terrible for picks. Uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, he should have taken T. Higgins over Jamar Chase. A lot closer. But I'm more curious to hear about Micah's thoughts on this game and how he verbally assaulted and digitally assaulted Santino. Yes. Please, please tell us about well, this matchup, Micah. I will tell you, after Thursday, I was high as a kite. 30 points from my brother in Christ, Kirk Cousins. 17 from Devonta Smith. I was thinking, man, I'm about to steamroll my way to victory and maybe even set like a record pace scoring. And I put up so many points, but all those points were on my bench. I believe my best was like 145 potentially. But uh, luckily, 
Luckily for me, uh, Santino had a whole lot of duds. Uh, Mr. Goldilocks, uh, Trevor Lawrence, not looking too hot so far. Uh, Miles Sanders. Uh, I know Santino had some injuries. Jamal Williams didn't play. Um, he's should have probably played uh, Mr. Purdy, although the, the Rams did better than anticipated last week. But uh, I was uh, starting to sweat it out a bit after the second round of games because none of my guys were scoring. But uh, luckily... If you're not doing well, hopefully you're against the lowest scoring person in the league that week. And I uh, I hit that jackpot for this week. It's always better to be lucky than good, Micah. And in, 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 yes. in, in this case, yes. that rings true yes. yet again. Uh, Jamar Chase, I, it's time to panic um, for Santino. Uh, five catches only one yardage point, like 31 yards. This guy is a uh, a downfield threat. He's not catching any touchdowns. Joe Burrow looks like ass, and now he's hurt again. Um, so who knows? It's Santino. He could uh, he could ride with him for all season, or he could cut him tomorrow. Who knows? Santino. Yeah, Santino. If you listen to this podcast before you cut him, call me. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> All right, well, uh, grats on your victory, Micah. Let's go to the last matchup, and we have... Worm Friedrich. Team Taylor versus BDI's Nick slash her. And uh, the Swifties take this one, uh, 91 to 65. Uh, BDI scoring 65 points the week after he beats me on a miracle play. Uh, I'm, I'm still bitter. I'm still not over it. <laughs> As you could tell. Yes. So, Bishop, tell me about Worm's game. Uh, Worm had some pretty big performances. Uh, Saquon Barkley's back in everyone's world. Uh, put up one rushing and one receiving touchdown. Uh, his receivers were decent. You know, no one got in the end zone, but they still mostly put up double digits. Uh, Mari Cooper might be done for because of, uh, what's his name? that shitty quarterback they got in Cleveland. Uh, yeah, I don't see him doing anything going forward. And the unfortunate Jets defense only gave, gave him, or actually they netted him three, negative three points. Yeah, negative three. So, yeah, it's negative three there. Uh, rest in peace, Jets. Uh, we, we should probably talk about this. There's always been this feud with you and Nick Chubb and Saquon Barkley. And they both end up getting hurt this week. Um, Nick Chubb is way more horrific and serious as he his his leg did like an L motion, like but his mm. knee bent the wrong way. <laughs> um, Bishop, did you see the leg was sideways? Yeah, his leg was sideways. <laughs> it's a sideways L. <laughs> uh, Bishop, did you see the injury? Let me ask you that. I did not, and I've seen on Twitter people saying, don't look at this video, yeah. and I listened to the people on Twitter, and they said, don't watch, so I'm not going to watch. It's... If you can survive the Sid video, you can survive the Nick Chubb video. <laughs> and I don't even think I can survive the Sid video anymore. Like I'm old, and like everything bothers me, so I feel like... <laughs> Like watching the Sid video, like my leg hurts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those things. I just don't feel good. 
Yeah, Micah, give us your thoughts on uh, what happened when you were watching that game. Oh, so it looked like at least live watching it. Like at first, it looked like you know a pretty routine tackle, and then Nick Chubb is just sitting there. Hey, Bishop, check the uh, Discord chat for me one time. God damn it! <laughs> Look at yes. his leg. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Oh, damn it. it! It's still awful. I'm gonna actually delete this post, so I don't want to see it again. I just, I just wanted to get your live reaction uh, live um, here. But yeah, uh, poor guy. Worked. I yeah, poor I, guy. It was brutal. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I don't. I'm not gonna have a bad word to say about Nick Chubb. I like the way he plays football. Uh, he seems like a good dude. This is a terrible injury, and that not his first knee blowout, by the way. I think he's had one in college, if I remember correctly. So, uh, rooting for him to come back, but unfortunately, uh, Micah, you had to say goodbye. He is done so for 2023. All right, and BDI, your team still sucks. I'm not going to talk much about it. Um, let's go. But your bench is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, what's his mer? His mer was 52%, guys. 52% wow. for mer. Could have scored one twenty four. That's 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 hard to do. Um, so GG's, bro. All right, let's go to money players. <laughs> and at quarterback, we have Micah's brother in Christ, Kirk Cousins. Straight cash, homie. At running back, we have Worms Saquon Barkley. Straight cash, homie. Wide receiver, we had a killer game from. Keenan Allen for the unicorn attack in K-Wall. Straight cash, homie. And now we're going to go to the start of the week. Start of the week. You know, this is a player who uh, gets a lot of shit for playing uh, primetime games. Uh, He gets a lot of shit for shaving his facial hair. Uh, He gets a lot of shit for uh, his belief in, uh, (laughs) in Orthodox Jesus. I guess. I don't know. But it's Kirk Cousins for Micah. Uh, 30 points, four touchdowns, Micah. Oh, my God. Praise be to Jesus. Uh, There was a lot of duds this week. This was a hard uh, award to pass out, Bishop. Uh, But I did settle on Trevor Lawrence for Santino. Uh, three yeah, pretty points. much anyone from Santino's team. <laughs> yeah, Santino's squad had this on lock, but three points from uh, a guy who people thought were going to take the, the next step this year. I had him as a sleeper this year, but Santino ended up keeping him. Uh, but he didn't get it done this week against Kansas City. Only three points, and that's a that's a dud game to me. One lucky bitch. And there was only really one game that was close, and it was our game, Bishop. So I'm going to make you the lucky bastard here, and uh, for a very specific reason. Um, sure, you could say I'm lucky that Chris Olave stepped out of bounds with his uh, big foot. But I'm going to say you are lucky, sir, because that catch that he made down the sideline where he tips it to himself while he is falling picks it up and makes a just a highlight reel catch. Probably one of the best catches we're going to see this year, Bishop. 
Uh, so I, I, I'm awarding you the lucky bastard. Do you have any response? I have no problem. I prefer to be lucky than good. Absolutely. The worst fantasy football owner. Of the week. You need not look at the standings. And again, uh, Santino, buddy. Uh, 47 points is, uh, that's not going to do it. That's not going to do it at all. We got to be a little better than that. I know you're in the I know you're in the Dicka division and that's like normal for for what go, goes on over there. But uh yeah, you got to you got to get those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> um that's going to do it for the week 2 recap fantasy football scoop and poop. All right, show's over. I'm tired. Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.